welcome in family and friends to Refuge of Mount Olive's first Pride Week Conference. We are thankful to be celebrating this year a week of empowered discussion with executives, with chairpersons, with leaders in the LGBTQIA community, reflecting and highlighting topics, challenging thought and discussion on issues in our community. We are thankful for the keynote and the presiding officer, Drenande Summons, who walks alongside and leads and serves in the LGBTQIA community with Refuge in Mount Olive to provide this week of empowered discussion. We thank you. May listeners be encouraged. And we look forward to seeing you during the Pride Week Conference. right back after these messages. And welcome in family and friends to this day two of our Pride Week Conference. I am your host and keynote speaker, Drenande Summons. It is a blessing, it is a privilege to be present with you for this week of celebrating our LGBTQIA plus community authentically, effectively, and in the best way we know how. We're so thankful for the platform of Refuge in Mount Olive for allowing us to come together in unification and love and empowerment and in natural challenge conversation in order for us to find true sense of self, true new direction and sustain our living, sustain our life and our legacy in a, in a positive, healthy way. So I am so thankful for this week of empowerment. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to the listeners. I have to applaud you for just being so faithful. I have to applaud you. I have to truly thank you for being the platform of of, of members, of, of leaders, of officials that is needed for us to progress and for us to be successful. May heaven continuously smile upon you. A great turnout on our day one conference. A, a great turnout. Thank you for our national and also global listeners. So as we said before, you know, this entire week is going to be filled with empowerment and just encouragement from multiple sides of the spectrum. And, and, and my goal was when I was speaking to the officials, when I was speaking to persons about launching this Pride Conference, I, I told myself I didn't want it to be like any of the segments like any other the other conferences or the other um even even revivals that we've done because i wanted it to be about how we can serve in our community specifically lgbtqia plus and then how we can also serve ourselves how we can be the best 
example for ourselves and and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna first piggyback off of one of my executives my dear executives in summons productions and she she posted a quote this morning and I thought it was so amazing um but I will not quote it verbatim but the base of it read, you are not able, no one can save you. Only you can save yourself. No one will ever be able to save you. And it is only when you save yourself that you are able to help save others. And you show others how to save themselves through how the way you saved yourself. So that was the base of the quote. And today's title on this day two is Defining Relationships. That's what we're going to be talking about. Defining relationships first and foremost. But we, we, we need to be very circumspect about our approach to relationships. Because if we want to be realistic... Sometimes we can demand too much out of other people. We can demand too much out of outside sources. And truth be told, Romo, it is not those outside sources' responsibility to live up to all this expectation we give them. Oh, that's so hard to say. Oh, as a millennial, that's so hard to say because everything's just given to us, whether we like it or not. Everything's just placed before our laps. And if you're like me who come from a life where you got to work for it, then you understand. But even in that, we are blessed not to deal with the struggles that our, that our parents, our great-grandparents, our great-great-great-grandparents had to endure. We are set on a level of opportunity because of the bloodshed. Now, when I speak of, and since I'm going to say bloodshed, I mean the sacrifices, someone sacrificed for you to be where you are. We speak about that spiritual bloodshed, but I'm talking about the ancestral bloodshed that had to take place. Someone sacrificed for you. Say to yourself during this Pride Week conference, someone made a sacrifice for me. Oh yeah, when we learn how to start there, we are able to be strong. Now I'm not saying mama was the perfect vessel or daddy was the perfect vessel or family was always there or friends were always of presence, but we need to be thankful and appreciate our lives enough to accept that someone made a sacrifice for us. And so before we sit there and say we're not loved, we're not appreciated, we have to be wise enough to accept that someone made a bloodshed sacrifice so that we could live. Yeah, that, that's a hard pill to swallow and, 
It's a harder pill to swallow when you've dealt with dysfunction in your family. You've dealt with opposition and we could even go a bit deeper and say maybe it was your sexual affection or you being LGBTQIA plus that they rejected you, they denounced you, they didn't receive you for who you were. That's a hard pill to swallow and to believe that someone made a sacrifice even if you dealt with that great multitude of rejection, of heartbreak, of disappointment. And I'm not here to sit here and act like those experiences don't carry great weight. But during this conference, may we learn that even those difficult times provided us with lessons in order for us to learn how to stand on our own two feet. It taught us that the ways of the world was not going to always align with our truth. It may have taught us that we need to cling on to righteous power, carry independent faith, learn to love our truth and all of our truth. You know, as we're defining relationships, we have to first define how we relate. Because we can constantly put ourselves in a whirlwind of personal dysfunction, of personal pain. And pain, I heard, is derived from wanting. Wanting. We are pained at our family because we want them to love us in a certain way and they just won't deliver in that way. Sometimes, Romo, we have to learn how to release these wants in order for us to not endure pain. Why weren't you the mother that I needed you to be? Why weren't you the father like the other fathers? Why weren't you the grandparents like the other grandparents? Why were we hold these wants hostage in our lives? And we are unable to authentically grow and be who we have been appointed to be. I hope I'm speaking to someone during this moment of challenging thought. I hope I'm encouraging a faithful body of believers. But we must learn how to define what we relate to and make sure those patterns those pathologies are healthy because then when it comes to dealing with relationships, we don't invite toxicity. We invite love. We invite care. We invite genuine support. We invite generosity. We invite intellectualism. We invite righteous behavior and love. It is 
is important for us to define relationships in healthy ways. And just because disagreements happen does not mean that the end of the world has to be. Just because oppositions occur does not mean that that is the end of the journey. And I was speaking to a few colleagues in the business world and we were speaking about the loss of employees, loss of executives, loss of volunteers, whatever position you're in. And this goes out to the leaders out there. And everyone was giving their opinions <clears throat> about losing people. And the base of what we were discussing was that losing people is such a transition because those people carried a great weight. Those relationships that were uh, carried in that partnership carried great focus. And so to lose people is difficult at times. And I want to speak to the leaders when it comes to your relationships you are going to go through a lot of relationships and experiences that will be only for a season. And you have to be all right with that. You have to be accepting of that. These relationships sometimes are for a season and it's our responsibility leaders to make sure that we hold on to the value that they brought in that season and multiply it. Develop it into greater because you're left as the leader with that weight, with that impact that they gave. No matter how small or how big and I learned this in recent time and recent experiences and the firm that you may have people that will stay with you for the longevity and then you will have people stay with you for a season. But be that as it may, they both carry great impact and weight whether they are there or whether they aren't there. And so as we define relationships on great levels, we need to be mature and wise in these plans of work, in these focuses. So, look yourself in the mirror. Ask yourself, how can I get prepared For these opportunities, for these blessings that are before my life through relationships. How do I remain relatable in my authentic truth? How do I remain 
balanced? How do I attract love? Those are answers you can only answer. You have the solution within you. You've been appointed to communities. You've been appointed to platforms. You have all and more than what it takes. But you have to learn how to define your relationships. Love yourself. Listen to yourself. Obey your heart's desires. Because in our community, as we're learning to be authentically proud of who we are, we have to also learn the importance of loving ourselves, taking care of ourselves. We spoke about that during our day one. So if you haven't had the chance to, please listen in on day one, where we're talking about self-care, where we're talking about love, where we're talking about self-sufficiency that is needed and you deserve it. So if you believe in your voice, stop trying to critique and judge everybody else and be about you. Be authentically about you in this season. Stop worrying about everybody else. That's another thing that I want to, we're so quick to judge people for who they are and who they are not. Let us learn to embrace people in our relationships. They'll be different. They'll have their own perspectives that we may not even agree with. But that doesn't mean that we have to stand so divisive against one another. Because whether we like it or not, we're stronger together. We're stronger together. We can, oh, you don't need nobody. And you don't need anyone who doesn't need you. Let's put it like that. You don't need anyone who doesn't need you. But when you are together in unification, you are stronger. When you're able to define relationships off of optimism, off of positive vibrations, and not off of differences, and off of judgment, and off of tension, and off of drama, because we don't need to be hurting ourselves. Let's stop fighting each other all the time. We are too beautiful to be fighting all the time. We're too gorgeous to be fighting all the time. We have to learn how to love ourselves. So, I'm thankful for this day two of our Pride Conference. We're thankful for these topics because this is how we grow, this is how we heal. And we are so thankful for this Pride Week conference. What a powerful discussion, defining relationships. And since we're talking about defining relationships, we want to talk about this special story during this Pride Week conference. And it reads, Queen Latifah recalls taking Tupac to a gay club. They wanted to tear him out of his clothes. She quotes. 
So the story reads down that she was in San Francisco for a show. Tupac so happened to also be in the area and he wanted to meet up with Queen. So the rapper ends up going to the gay club in San Francisco and there's plenty of of gay of gay clubs in San Francisco. I'm I'm a native from there. And Queen Latifah said she invited Tupac to the show. And he said it's a gay club and so Tupac came into the club with me and I was like, yo, Tupac is in the building. And then Queen said, Queen, and the crowd went crazy for the rapper and joked that they were going to tear him out of his clothes. And so then, turns out he took his shirt off. So, and we had so much fun. Queen Latifah continued to say, but that was like my brother and he's that type of person. If he loved you, if he was cool with you, he'd lay his life down for you. I miss him and I love him. And for us to know who Tupac Shakur is and the type of man he was, first of all, if I was one of those people in the club, I my life would have been made to see Tupac shirtless in a gay club. But the beautiful thing is, is that when you are authentically you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you are an ally of the community or whether you are in the community. You are, uh, you are able to authentically express yourself. So it makes us here at Romo love Tupac a little bit more for him to have a legacy not only of authentically living that thug life and living in that truth of blackness in a time where it was so unprecedented, but also supporting the LGBTQIA community and being so solid in him that he was willing to go to a gay club and show off just like if he was at a club with women and that type of atmosphere. So that was a that was a current event that I wanted to share with you. And because we do love El, because we do love Queen Latifah, because she is such a prominent figure in our community, she is the queen of our community. We are thankful for those words that were passed down during an interview. And we deal with a lot of homophobia from people. We deal with a lot of biases in our community. And so when I hear, when I heard of that story about Tupac, it let me know, well, when a man is secure about who they are, they can be who they are. So even though we have to deal with dysfunction, even though we have to deal with problems that we may not agree with, let us be appreciative of the people who do value us, who do respect us, and only surround ourselves around those people as we're defining relationships. Let us be as unified like Queen Latifah and surround ourselves around real people like Tupac Shakur. Thank you.
refuge of Mount Olive is thankful for the podcast community that has grown with our organization. And if you would like to stay connected with us via Instagram, you can follow us at r.o.m.o underscore. If you'd like to subscribe to our YouTube, type in Refuge of Mount Olive. We're also active on Facebook, where you can type in also Refuge of Mount Olive. Thank you so much, and we look forward to staying connected with you.